I'm David Bryan. And I'm Brenda Bryan. This is Renovation Made Right. If you're considering a remodeling project now or sometime in the future, Renovation Made Right is your single source to help guide you through getting the project you want and an experience that you'll enjoy. Renovation Made Right tackles topics that range from how to select the right project and contractor to tips on surviving the remodeling process to best practices for kitchen and bath design. We have over 30 years of experience in the industry and are owners of the well-established design-build remodeling company Black Dog Builders in Salem and Nashua, New Hampshire. We're sitting down with industry professionals to tap into their experiences and insights so we can equip you with the tools you need to make your own project a success. Welcome back to another episode of Renovation Made Right. I'm going to try and get through it without tripping on my tongue like I did with the first take, which is now you're not hearing it. It's super <laughs> exciting. Uh, I am Brenda Bryan. And I am David Bryan. And we have a guest today from the Granite Group, which is a plumbing supply uh, conglomerate, basically. It's, it handles uh, plumbing fixtures in most of New England. And the Granite oh. Group has been a partner of ours for years and years yep. on the construction side of our business. And uh, we've had a great relationship for a long, long time. Yep. And today we have Mitzi Nedrick, who is um, our rep, who uh, has uh, got a, uh, a, a bunch of plumbing experience, has done a great job giving us sort of an education and service. And we thought that our listeners might like to be able to uh, learn more about plumbing fixtures. Exactly. I know you personally, Brenda, I have a bunch of questions. Absolutely. Right? And so, with no further ado, we'd like to welcome Mitzi to uh, Renovation Made Right. Thank you. It's, right. it's very nice to be here. Well, it's our pleasure. Thank you for coming and taking the time. So I know, I don't want to get in the middle of this because you say I often talk too much. Yes. And so, I, you, you and you have all these Our questions. Our listeners know this. Oh I don't even God. have to say it. Oh my just God. like, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Will this man ever be quiet? This is not going to be a good weekend. <laughs> we're, we're recording the show on a Friday and, and I'm not looking forward to my oh, weekend because my wife honey. is being so mean to me. No, you're right. fine. So why don't you tee up some questions? So, so I wanted, we're going to have a, a couple episodes, actually three episodes with Mitzi because there's just so much to cover and I know we can't do it all in, uh, in one uh, episode. So this time we're going to kick it off with toilets my favorite subject <laughs> and um and there's a there's a bunch of stuff out right now and i really want to talk about some of the things that are energy saving um not even energy saving but water saving um and also just some of the new technologies that are out there you think of toilets as kind of just an average thing but there's a lot of new stuff so anyway without further ado mitzi why don't you tell me about um let's start with a water saving uh, products first and, and what changes have been made recently? Well, overall, I think we follow here in New England what California is doing. Mm -hmm. And all the manufacturers have moved out of the 1.8 gallons per minute toilets to 1.6, and now we're seeing 1.2. Mm -hmm. And California code is really driving that across the U.S. J just to put that into perspective, yeah. when we were kids, what was the toilet using when we flushed it? 2.7. So, yeah, almost three, three gallon, gallons. Almost three, three gallons. gallons. Yeah. yeah, okay. All right, that's helpful. Yeah. That's helpful. 
So they've really done a much better job with the flushing mechanisms. I mean, I remember when we moved into the house that I'm in now, my ex-husband wanted to take the old toilet with us to bring oh, it to the house <laughs> because the flushing, flushing technology was just not there. People mm-hmm. were having a lot right. of problems with right. those newer toilets. Mm-hmm. Even though they were saving water and energy, they weren't getting the... Um, the flush that they needed and it was they were having to flush it two or three times right. to yeah. kind of clean the, the toilet right. right so well um, we were talking about this before and and part of that i thought was because they hadn't figured out how to glaze the traps and there's been some changes there's some yeah some of that yeah. plus just just better design over time right mm-hmm. right so the old old toilet tanks had that flapper technology mm-hmm. which would over time deteriorate not sit right your your toilet would run all night long piston goes up and it just immediately just flushes down so the power behind the flush is so much better than it used to be um, so we're not seeing those same problems that we used to have but aside from that you know they're always coming up with new designs they're coming up with new um, mechanisms like you said the full glaze Mm -hmm. some toilet manufacturers do not do a full glaze they want to make you think that it's got this special glaze in there but the the homeowner really needs to ask that question so let's let's just take a break for a second and be clear about what a glaze trap is right so just to make sure that we're all talking the same thing um, to- toilets are essentially just clay, right? Mm-hmm. They're they're fired clay, right? Like you might, like a potter makes, and the and you know you typically might not glaze the underside of a piece of pottery, mm-hmm. right? And so that's the difference here. And it's rough, right? Typically on the on the toilets, only the surfaces you see and are in contact with are the and that need to be cleaned are the glazed surfaces, and the, and it's it's the better manufacturers or maybe the more innovative manufacturers, right? Who have taken the extra money and energy to glaze not just the stuff you see, but also the trap, the guts of it. Right. Is that right? Right. There's a lot of technology and um, uh, engineering that goes behind it. Um, Kohler is one of our brands that we work with closely. And when you go and do their training, you'll see how they've gone through and and you they'll take all the different major toilets and they'll show you the flushing mechanisms and they'll, they'll, they'll show how each one gets a certain amount of material through. They take the same amount of material and then they flush it through. And you can tell when something is only partially glazed, it doesn't go through as fast or as efficient mm-hmm. and has a tendency to break up. So it's that glazing through the, the whole entire piping of the toilet that helps with that flushing mechanism. Right, it basically makes it smooth and slippery as exactly. opposed to like having things to catch up. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And that's one of those, you know, one of those things that is hidden to a consumer because you're never going to know right. effectively whether you got a glaze trap or not mm-hmm. when you're looking at a model on a shelf in a big box store or Correct. whatever, right? Correct. So. Cool. Okay. So some of the other changes that we've seen is, you know, we often hear, especially when women come into our showrooms to purchase new toilets, and they are always complaining about having to clean around the trapways on mm-hmm. the outside. You know, there's all those little nooks and crannies where various dust and what have you well, and gets... Well, children never hit the toilet. Exactly, it's just exactly. A, it's disgusting. <laughs> so there's a lot more um, options out there that have a fully skirt, a full skirt, mm-hmm. fully skirted toilet is what we call it, that 
alleviates some of that cleaning stuff. So we're seeing a lot of, especially the women that have to do the cleaning, gravitating towards right. the full skirted toilets. It, there's a little bit more involved in installing it with a boot, but overall, you know, it seems to be doing pretty well in the marketplace. Yeah, good. Yeah, I, want, I want some of those. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and not only not only the cleaning side of it, it's also it's aesthetically a little more attractive, right? Because yeah. the trap you see in the toilet from the side view of the toilet it's makes it a little like S shape. Yeah, and it makes right. it it makes it look. Like you're sort of looking into the guts, the guts of the toilet, right? right it's right. like looking under the hood of your car, right? But but you have to see it all the time, right? Right. So the so that hooded solution or that skirted solution, I think, is uh, is kind of cool. But right. it's also probably, am I right in saying it's a little bit higher up the price point? A little bit, not much. Okay. It's, it really isn't that much. We do offer it to a lot of people, giving them the old one and versus the new one, and and overall, we find people will gravitate towards the little more expensive one to get the ease of cleaning and the better look to it. Yeah, 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 for sure. So what about um, the water saving? So I know that like we're down to, what what you say, 1.6? 1.2. But there's even now ones that have like the double flush technology. So so what's up with that? Well, they've, they've been out there for a while and some people specifically come in requesting that when Mm -hmm. they've done their due diligence or they've seen it someplace else. Um, it's not really as popular as you think it would be. Um, and, and I think a, a lot of times there's some confusion is into how to operate that. There's exactly. confusion. Every time I see one, I'm like, I don't know which button. <laughs> right. Like, I, want, I exactly. only want to use a little water, the, but I'm well, afraid the, I'm going to pick the wrong one. The button ones are hard. The, the lever ones are a little easy because there's usually a green lever and a chrome lever, right? Right, and the green the, one is the one that, like, Eco-friendly, right? Yeah, yeah. But the button ones are definitely a little bit of a head-scratcher for me. Yeah, yeah. People, um, people struggle with that, mm-hmm. I think. It's those people that are specifically seeking that out that will come in and request it. I don't think it's one of our, it's definitely not a major seller. Why don't they just put like a big one and a two? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just like that, right. pretty yeah. clear. Yeah. Right. Right. yeah. Or a diagram. <laughs> just a little one of those little poop emojis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something like that might work. Right. Exactly. That's not a bad idea. I might take that back to one of the manufacturers for you. <laughs> so, yeah, so I think I've seen those a bunch, and I think the problem is, there's confusion on consumers' part, and there's just not that huge of a differential between consumption, right? So that's well. A, what is it when you when you just when when it is the eco-friendly? Like if you have a two two flusher, what's what's the difference for the, for I'm the smaller not, one? I'm not sure off the top of my head. Um, I'm not sure that it's great enough. That I mean, it's it's not one of those facts that's like drill half, into my head. <laughs> right, yeah, right. I, yeah, I don't know it okay. off the top of my head. All right, yeah. so. Um, so can we transition to seats? Because there's a lot that yeah. I think. Let me yeah. get to one more thing oh, wait, wait, about wait, the wait. toilets. Okay, Good. there's a couple more things I want to talk about. We've also seen in the marketplace an increase in toilets that are a little bit higher, and yes. they call them comfort height. Mm-hmm. Um, the old toilets, you really had to kind of uh, squat down to sit on them. Um, and people really notice a difference when they go to the comfort height because especially as you get older, mm-hmm. which, which all of our baby boomers are now into that stage, mm-hmm they don't necessarily have the flexibility to do that or to get up off of a toilet without mm-hmm. some assistance. So right. the comfort height has really made a difference in the marketplace. Pretty much all we sell, unless it's specifically asked for, um, is the comfort height. Now, Kohler just did something interesting this this last year, is they came out with now three sizes. So they had the old standard size, mm-hmm. which was the, the shorter one, 
and then they had the comfort height, but now they've come out with one that's called the tall because they found that even people with mm -hmm. handicaps or the older people even needed something that a was little a little bit higher. Bit higher. Oh, that's so interesting. So now um, in some of our showrooms, we're showing actually the three different heights of toilets. Yeah, mm -hmm. and, and, and frankly, if you're a taller person, if you're not, as long as you're not going to have your feet in the air, I would go. You know, I think most people would be comfortable the higher the, the higher you can go. Yeah, they called the venti. Like <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, I think that makes a lot of sense. Right. I, did, I didn't know that. So the other thing I wanted to just mention is that the technology is starting to take place in our toilets. Mm -hmm. um, all of my remodelers and and contractors that I do work with up here in New England, one of the things that I do mention to them is that if you're remodeling that bathroom. Offer up to the customer to put a uh, a plug, uh, an outlet, an electrical outlet near, near the, the toilet. toilet, because whether you're doing a a, um, a high technology type of toilet that's got all the bells and whistles and where the seat comes up by itself, or um, it has a bidet option with it, or there's a, a controller that has the music, or some of them nice. you can even call people from it. Um, um, you know, they still will need that outlet in right. order to use those. Yeah. So I always make sure that contractors or homeowners are thinking about that thing because, yeah, it's great and they want to have it, but right. a lot of homes don't have those outlets. Well, more, more importantly, thinking very carefully about, you know, a, a, a good contractor is going to look at the schematic drawing of the toilet and think really carefully about where that outlet's got to go so you don't see a lot of cords. Right? Yes. You want to try to minimize the fact that, you know, not just not just directly next to the toilet, but in the best place to make it as low visibility as possible, mm -hmm. right? Right. So let's talk a little bit about those those seats with all the yeah. bells and whistles in it. I want to I want to delve right in there. So I want to I want to jump in before you about Beth, and this is something I advise my clients on all the time is um, is the the slow close seat, right? The non-slamming oh, seat. Oh, this is the this is the marriage saver seat. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. For the the difference between what, what the cost differential for a, a toilet seat that slams right. and the toilet seat that slowly closes, mm -hmm. aside from the fact that it looks cool while it's slowly closing, it doesn't slap, right, is not that much money, right? So uh, Yeah, I'm not really sure off the top of my head no, the it's, price it's differences. Pretty, it's it's like 25 short. bucks, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, not I mean, even. Yeah, and the, yeah. And, the, and the differential in, if you're buying a decent toilet, a decent seat to begin with, right? right? And that's another interesting thing is most people don't appreciate the fact that seats are sort of a la carte. You pick your toilet, you pick your seat, right? It's not, right. you know, um, so. There, most of the manufacturers have a seat that they recommend that mm -hmm. goes with that specific toilet. Mm -hmm. And most of them, um, I think, are slow close unless there's some specific thing like uh, a bidet option with it. Um, but, yeah, most of them have their recommended. But you don't have to stick with that. There are other toilet seat companies that you can match up that mm -hmm. specific size with mm -hmm. to get what it is you want you know right. say you wanted a a wood seat right instead of a lot of the a lot of the slow clothes are uh, more plastic plastic right mm -hmm. and some people actually like it's not even necessarily a wood but like a wood substrate that's painted because it's got a heavier feel to it you know exactly. it feels more substantial to it compared to the plastic so some people like those better yeah. 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 Well, some of the plastic seats, um, I noticed they, the way that they are molded, mm -hmm. um, they kind of, some people have said to us in our showrooms that they feel like they're falling in. <laughs> <laughs> so there's other options. My kids used out. to say that a lot when they were potty training. Well, you have a little <laughs> tiny butt. I know. <laughs> you know. <laughs>
So what else? Like what else is uh, sort of new, exciting, new, exciting? Yeah, I want to hear the plug-in side. options. Yeah, yeah like I'm, I'm excited. So to about that. the big move right now, and especially with the whole COVID nineteen thing, is um, you know everybody's more conscientious of bacteria and cleanliness and all of that. So we're seeing a big move, um, especially with the manufacturers uh, advertising with the bidet seats. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we, we were seeing an increase in them, especially with the elderly, people that just had surgeries and couldn't, you know, wanted to be able to be self-sufficient to mm -hmm. clean themselves and mm -hmm. they just couldn't for whatever reason. Now we're seeing a bigger push. Um, as it gets out in the marketplace for the bidet and it has the options to clean. But again, you can get a bidet that's not hooked up to an outlet. It's gonna be cold water. Yeah. And you've got right. to who wants think, that on their You've backside. got to think about that, yeah. right? Especially when we go through our cold winters. I'm not a real big no. fan of cold water. Well, so let's let's talk about that. So essentially uh, you're not am I are you're not running a hot water line to the seat. The seat heats the water? Is that how that works? There like a little heater in it, it is right? yes yeah. yes uh, yes there and I'm trying to think if they're there most of them are outlet specific they need mm -hmm. the outlet to mm -hmm. heat mm -hmm. that um, I'm trying to think if there's a battery operated one um, not sure off the top of my head with mm -hmm. that one but yeah we're seeing a bigger move with those options now, well, and it's kind of nice because those people that did want bidets in the past it's like it's just a lot more real estate in that it's a in whole other right exactly right, exactly so right. to be able to incorporate it in one in one footprint is much better right and that does does that um, add a significant amount to the elevation of the toilet like do you then choose a lower height toilet to put a thicker height seat on um it looks like there's some elevation to it because mm -hmm. of the back side of it is a little bit higher because that's where the mechanisms mm -hmm. and the the you know the things happen in mm -hmm. it. But the front part of it, I don't think it it adds much more than your regular toilet seat does. Okay. The other option about the bidets, if you've got it in connected with an outlet. Is there's a heated seat? Element. Oh, <laughs> that's me, living right there. Let me tell you, when I worked in the Manchester showroom for the first seven months, as I was learning our process and the products and everything, mm -hmm. we had one of those. Um, I think we, it wasn't a veil. It was uh, a Numi toilet from Kohler, mm -hmm. and it had that floor was in there was so cold in the winter time mm -hmm. because we didn't have much insulation from the back. Right. So when you went in to go to the ladies' room, it was really nice to get <laughs> <make laughs> that right. warm seat. Yeah, right. which is something guys don't get to enjoy. This is one of the advantages <laughs> of being a woman. Woman, folks. The fact that we don't right. have to sit down means we get to enjoy. Well, yeah, <laughs> all right, all right. I'm looking for the I'm looking for the good side for women. Here you have to ruin it for me. Um, and so, as a listener is thinking about, okay, yeah, that the idea of a bidet seat is pretty cool. What are the things they should be thinking about that differentiates either sort of the 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 better, more valuable not valuable is not the right word, maybe, but, but the features that are are more desirable or less desirable, like you just said, I hadn't even thought about heated water. I, that makes complete sense to me, right? Mm -hmm. I had, but it wasn't it wasn't something that came across my mind. So, what kind of things should consumers be thinking about as they're trying to, you know, um, assess what the right seat choice is? Well, I think you know whether they have access to an outlet, because that's going to make big difference. Mm -hmm. um, that that's the first thing I would consider. If they do have access to an outlet. 
then they can start to differentiate between the heated seeds and the, the warmer water and just the different bidet functionality. You know, some of them have a dryer function. No, I know. Some of them have, you know, <laughs> the wash function, obviously. Um, so you've got to kind of take a look at all of those features. Right. Obviously, the more features, the more expensive it is, but, um, you know. And, and if you're just swapping out a toilet, maybe the missing outlet is kind of a big thing. But if you're if you're selecting a toilet that's a part of a bath renovation, adding a, adding a receptacle near the toilet, it's not that big of a deal, right. right? And so it opens you up a little bit more to, and it's funny you say the dry feature. I'm thinking to myself, why would you ever get it without the dry feature? It washes you and then kind of leaves you hanging, leaves you hanging right? right? Then that's, you gotta get the toilet paper. And then you gotta do something <laughs> else, whole, right? right? That's the whole se- point. That doesn't seem right. No. No. So... <laughs> You gotta sit there and air dry forever. That's not good. Cool. Um, an, another thing that we've seen happen, and it doesn't happen. You know, clients are not choosing it that frequently. But one of the things that ha- that I've noted more is um, some of the wall hung toilets uh, in residential applications, which where that where the tank is actually buried in the wall. And th- we actually have one in our showroom. And it struck me, it really didn't strike me until I installed it, but it struck me about uh, how much smaller it appears. The, the, yeah. the, the, the seat is exactly the same, right? But it makes a huge But because impact. that whole tank is gone. Absolutely. Right? It is right? so much nicer. And again, if you have a tight bathroom, that's a really great way to do Right, it. and I think with general regular toilets, that tank adds about another five, six inches off oh, the wall. I think, I think more than that because yes. the toilet is at 12 inches on center in most cases, and the tank usually is a three quarters of an inch off the wall. Right. And the tank's right. got to be at least, uh, you know, six inches deep. Right. right. I think it's more like seven, seven yeah. inches or even yeah. more maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So with those in-the-wall tank toilets, you've got to take into consideration what type of construction you have sure. going on in that bathroom. You, you know. couldn't install it on an outside wall. No, yeah, no, so no. it has to be on an inside it wall. It has to be right? on an inside wall, but there's different um, tank sizes now. Mm-hmm. It used to be they didn't have the different ones for like 2x4 construction versus 2x6 mm-hmm. type of construction. So it's just one of those little things to be aware of. Right. Now, because we haven't installed them that frequently, um, I'm unaware of any callbacks or any problems. But th- yeah. one of the things that would be a little unnerving to me is the fact that, like, so when our toilet's running right now, I lift the top off. I'm monkey with it, and we're back <laughs> yeah, in business, right? right? Yeah. Um, you're not lifting the sheetrock off, right? right? Because we basically they're or God f- forbid you tiled over it. Yeah, they're right, fully yeah. concealed. Um, what's your experience been with, with like consumer happiness and and functionality of those? I I I'll be honest with you. I haven't had anybody call me with complaints about it. Well, that's um, good. I'm not sure that it's taken off in the marketplace, mm-hmm. like maybe other places definitely not up here in new england i have not really heard of a lot of those sales we do get inquiries from time to time and we do sell them from time to time sometimes people already have that type of toilet in their house and they want to replace it or they're moving to someplace new and they want the same thing that they had before but um i have not had to deal with any problems around those toilets at this point well that's good i think it would only take one big problem and you'd hear about it Exactly. Well, no. yeah, and there are complex installations. So for the person doing the install, you know, there's a lot to understand. There's a lot to think yeah, through right. to get it to get it right. 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 So. Well, that's where you really need to make sure that your plumber is up to speed with that particular product. Right, right. I mean, I can't even tell you how often 
I've had we've had to go bring the manufacturer in and so forth to look at something and it comes down to installation. the installation, the installation issues, yeah. and they because didn't really know what they were doing and they were on their phone googling it or YouTubing right. it right. while they were trying to install it because well, that as, happens a, a lot. as we know guys don't read directions right? that's it's, it's part of our DNA I didn't you really know? want to say that. <laughs> yeah, so all right um, so are there any parting thoughts on the world of toilets that we should talk about because we're well, there's one other thing that they're starting to um, come out with and advertise more, and that's the swirl of the toilet bowl, the water. Um, all the manufacturers are trying to come up with new ways to market to the, the masses. Um, so they seem to be moving into kind of, um, I don't want to say, you know, like hurricane, you know, the movement where mm-hmm. it moves like, things Like, like a vortex. A vortex, yeah. Right. Um, and so we're seeing that being more and more um, advertised I- with the manufacturers. So what's the upside to that? It's just cooler? I think right. it's it's Rinse it's bowl, a yeah. clean bowl, bowl. Um, yeah. goal. Right, as opposed to after. having the water coming in from the lip and it just sort of trickles exactly. down, right? With the, with the water rushing around yep, the bowl, yep. it helps to clean everything mm-hmm. out a little bit. But I can totally understand how that will actually then fly against the goal of having a really powerful flush, right? Because you do, like right now, if you don't have that circular motion, there's sort of a large volume of water that rushes through the toilet yeah. quickly, it lets you eliminate a lot of waste quickly, but also doesn't do as good a job at cleaning, right? right? So they're trying to balance with the with less and less gallons of water. Right. They're trying to balance the cleaning and the functionality and the of full flushing, right? So yeah. I, that's that's probably a challenging thing. Yeah. Right? So. Um, all right. Well, that's helpful. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mitzi. You're very right. welcome. More so, than I ever wanted to know about toilets, but I'm super excited by it. That's right. That's right. So um, so that brings us to the end of our toilet conversation. We're going to pick up another bathroom fixture conversation in our next show. I am David Bryant. And I am Brenda Bryant. And we are thankful for having Mitzi from the Granite Group with us today. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes on our website, renovationmaderight.com, and follow us on social media at Renovation Made Right. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you like the show, leave us a review.